You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. We are back. I'm Max, the marshal of the show, and we have with us Rusty. Howdy. Sarah. Howdy, y'all. And James. Hey. Who make up the posse for tonight's show. Um, last we left, they were, two of them were gone to the back of the train and looking for a missing child as well as helping out guard and was going to go talk with new fellow co-workers and why they turned them. And, uh, things got pretty hairy as them across a, one of the more quieter passengers has decided to get out of their box. And by that, I mean, the train is carrying, when the train left Little Rock, it had eight quiet passengers with them, i.e. the dead, in their own individual box. During the fight with the dog soldiers, they the next one. Now, one of those have gotten out of their box and started wandering. And the fellas at the back of the train fear that terrible and nefarious thing. And they're about to enter the caboose to find out. Meanwhile, at the front of the train, Sarah has to talk with Dr. Walter, the um, local gabbing Pinkerton, and finds, uh, notices something odd and, uh, decides to investigate. And in doing so, she discovers that there is something crawling on the underside of the fearing, chasing this thing down by herself. She, her special ability, you summon where we left off at. And by special ability, the special ability that is innate in all women. <laughs> so, um, we'll pick right back up. Walters, um, who was fiddly with everybody in that sitting car, turned and looked that direction. And like the bartender stopped, but Walters stands up and uh, immediately hustles in that direction. He comes around the corner with Derringer drawn, pointed downward. Are you okay? Man, he caught up to me quick. I thought I was gonna have a chance to get to the next car first. You can, okay, fair enough. No, he is not fast. He is not, he is not fast. Uh, he is lonely, but not fast. Yeah, I was going to say, he is motivated right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to, before he shows up, I'd like the chance to get into the next car. And um, if possible, like, I want to buy myself just a little bit of time. Um, so I'd like to close the door to the car behind me as I get into the next one. And kind of with my, my crazy strongness that God has given me, um, kind of wrench the, do the door so that it's a little bit stuck, um, so that it'll at least take a little bit of work to get through. It may need uh, what, whatever you want to do with that, but it'll buy me a few seconds that maybe I can take a swing of this thing before anyone gets hurt. Now, it is currently under the train. Yeah, but I figure at some point it's coming up, mm -hmm. so I just want a chance to get to it when it decides to come up before anyone else the, shows up. And If it's going to come up, it might um, not in the next car. The next car in front of car the car carriage that you're in is a cargo uh, car. The one before that is a flatbed, and it's really kind of low. So, I mean, if there's any chance for you to catch it would be then and that car, and it might also choose to come up at that point. Okay. All right. Well, as soon as I yank on that door um, and kind of wrench it, I'm going to take off um, to the best vantage point that I think I can find and hopefully... Okay. I don't see a reason for a strength test to wrench a door shut. But, I, I'm pretty beefy. But I'm going to, just for the, the purpose of mechanics, because he has to kind of like try to defeat it, go ahead and make a strength. Dear God, don't roll too high, because he'll never defeat it. I'll, I'll just wait for the rest of the posse to catch up at that point. That's and true. hopefully not that. All right, here we go. We'll just have to crawl on top of the car. 13. Wow. 
that's a really high roll. Um, I, I, I exploded that 10. You did. <laughs> but you didn't explode the door. If that's good. So as I wrench it and I realize I did it a little too hard, I go, oopsie, and then keep running. The, the metal latch that's part of the door has pressed its way out of the wood. And so now it's just kind of like cockeyed in the wood and the impression and everything. So somebody's going to have to kick the door in to get it to open. But you've given yourself some time. You've got time. Hopefully I didn't give myself too much time where this thing's going to rip me apart. But, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Five men and 50 rounds later, we finally get the door open. <laughs> you move through the this car and the cargo is, of course, um, barrels, crates, looks like a lot of whiskey or alcohol. Tennessee is a big word that you see as you're shooting through this location. A lot of food staples and uh, syrup, lots of syrup in this car. So you move through this little side, the, the, sorry, the, the uh, walkway is to one side. So you come in and it, one side as you're moving through it. And um, as you throw the next door open, it's a flat car. There are three flat cars in front of you and then there's another box car. The flat cars are lower than everything else because for whatever reason, that's the way they've designed. Um, and when you get there and look around, you don't see it. And we're going to call it it, but we should say he because that's all you can identify. It looks like a man. Um, I'm going to kind of, from the doorway of the boxcar that I'm in, I'm going to kind of uh, press my back um, next to the door um, and then keep peeking out so it can't like sneak up on me from this car in case it decided to come up in the car behind me. But I just want to, and also maybe I get a surprise round on it if uh, if uh, it doesn't know I'm happy. I'm all right, make your sneak roll. Now, it did see you earlier, but it paid no real heed. It's it's good that its first priority was not to eat my face. That's great. Yeah, it has a, a different priority. Um, we're also going to we're also going to increase that by a plus 2 because you've got a really good hiding. Yay! So that's a 12 then. Yes, that's a 12. As you've got yourself up against the sectional wall, looking out the door every once in a while, making sure it doesn't... You look out, and it gets to the point where it's between the two cars, and it pulls itself along, and you see it's like it does a thrusting motion to, like, almost like it was about to jump, then it pulls itself back. You realize that it can't just jump from car to car like it's been doing, at different height. And so the thing kind of does, like, a, a whirlwind leap and then land on the flat part of the car itself. So it has to come up out from underneath the actual train cars. And as soon as it does like this jump, twirl, and land, it just stands itself kind of upright, slightly hunched over still, and starts uh, almost running, but with extended arm. Its arms come from its shoulders like a man who's hunched over, but they're reached far enough to the ground that they they touch the ground. Um, three of its fingers are long, and it's able to like almost gallop. The last two of its fingers seem to be extended and, dare I say, like a bat. Um, as I peek around the corner and see this, I kind of pull back uh, behind the door frame again and close my eyes for a second and go, Lord be with me. All right. And then step out and I want to throw one of the, the non-special tomahawk. Uh, you still need to make a guts check now that you've seen this thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And that's this fair. This distance okay. is terror level is only a seven. Remember, if you have any grit, it adds. Yeah, this uh, this thing does not sound like I want a hug from it. It's a big old. It also likes to kiss. Full teeth on kiss. I can't keep the boys settled down on this train. Whoa. Oh, my. 
Whoa. Um, you are steel nerves. You are steel nerves. Um, God is 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 here with me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where God went. <laughs> he okay. wasn't helping me that much. Back He's there. like, sorry, Father. She needs help. <laughs> there, I helped there, you. There was a. Uh, actually, it looks like there's a slip up in the code. That is still like two of the three dice would have worked. Or actually, all three because the plus one. Um, you, oh. you, you put the uh, 3d10 plus one. Uh, the plus one bit needs to go at the end. Oh, after the K1? So, yeah, so instead, what it did, I mean, the numbers are still fine. It's it's still, you know, 10, 7, 6 would have been an explosion and 8, a 7. You know, it was still a gross roll just from being real good. But yeah, the plus one goes on the end. So what you told the die roller to do is roll 3d10 plus one, keep one, and only keep the best 3d10 plus one, keep one. See what I'm saying? So yeah, the little plus one goes on the very, very end. But that was still okay. a heck of a roll. You still yeah, explode so I, the 10. So you need to roll yeah. another D. Okie dokie. Still, I was highly impressed with a 24 on a guts well, check. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, there's still, it's like when every single die on a guts check would be a success anyway. Like, so, that's not. So you ended up with a it 20. It still oh. be a 20. Yeah. So you're still, God's with I, you. Love you too, God. All right. Um. So, and, and for that, um, on a surprise round, there's no initiative, it's just one action. And so that's where we're at it, that you get to make an action. Hell, I'll give you a plus two, you're so like in the moment to throw that tomahawk and hit. Okay, so I'm throwing my axes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 40, 12. Okay. What is, the, the target number is five plus range. Remember throwing works. I know I wrote it. James, do you remember? Uh... I do not. I believe uh, a throwing weapon has a range of 10. No, it's based on range strength. I, I didn't put in your character. I know where I do have. Give me one moment. Drive, document, gaming, deadland, actions, control, F, throw. Um, maximum range is strength die type is 5. So the maximum range is... 60 and the target number increases by one for every five yards so this starts at a five and goes up by one for every five yards and we're going to say the thing is within 10 yards of you so you get to roll a six or better all right here we go 13 did did i do it right that time Uh, it looks like i did yeah yeah like it didn't total them up (laughs) just gave you the the best so yeah, the order yeah, of operations went in my favor this time. Yeah, like the roll 20 is, yeah, it's real, real picky. Uh, these online die rollers are the only time in my life that I feel like I've gotten any mileage out of algebra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a 13 is a hit plus a raid. Uh, so we roll a d20 to determine location. Do you roll that or do I roll that? You roll that. And because yes, you sir? got a, a raise, you can change that number by a plus or minus one. Yeah, that's, I rolled a three. <laughs> there, so, there you go, Tom. Here's my rolling back. That's going to hit the legs no matter what you do to it. Ooh, maybe I trip it. Pretty much what's about to happen. Please trip and fall off the train. That'd be great. And, and I'm sorry, just for my mental image of this, where exactly is the creature? Like, it's it's running along the outside of the train? It's on the flatbed car. Um, okay. The flatbed has stuff piled on it as well, and it's climbing with the stuff. He's tomahawking it as it's climbing. Okay. I was picturing it doing like a parkour wall run outside of a regular train car, uh, which was a little more terrifying, but now it's still just terrifying. But <laughs> so, all right. 
So now it's uh, damage time, right? Yes. So how do I... Your Tomahawk's D6 plus your strength. You're going to roll 2D6 and that adds together and still explode. And then you're going to make a strength roll. The highest that comes from your strength um, goes into it. So that right there is 10 points of damage from your Tomahawk. Okay, looking for my strength. I'm a 2D10. Correct. Eight, so that's 13. 13. The creature size is six, so that's two wounds to a leg. It was 18. She put K1 on the tomahawk damage. You are correct. It's 18, so that's um, three wounds to a leg. Ooh. Yeah. Roll a D6. Even is right. Odd is left. Left leg. Three wounds. Now roll 3D6, and that's how much wind of damage. Four plus three plus two, so a total of nine. Okay, noted. Did I do a good? Yes, you hit it. The creature stumbles, falls uh, into the cargo that is strapped down into the next car. You lose line of sight of it. I feel like this is that moment where I go, yes, and then it like tur- like climbs up and looks at me and I go, shit. <laughs> well, it didn't climb up. In fact, you can't see it now. Even okay. though you're outside and there's decent amount of stars and like that, you have no eyes on whoever that thing. We're going to slide back to the back end of the door flings open. It is dark in here. Uh, the lantern that you have uh, next to you really isn't pointed in. You see a car with a table, some cots, and a variety of other things, including a small um, potbelly stove. There is a, a the table has a checkerboard on it, and there are checkers all over the floor. There is a strew of playing cards. Um, you notice that one of the windows at the back of the train busted. You also see that the back door of the caboose is open. You see, it looks like things are tossed around like this whoever stays here did not do a good job of keeping Heidi two gentlemen David and Brian they've both made it a rather messy little room in fact that's the only thing that you notice or don't notice is a David and a Brian is the lantern lit just okay uh, I'm gonna take a step in and I'm gonna take the time to pull out a match no uh, uh, one of my box matches and I'm gonna light the lantern Okay. And I'm going to let my eyes adjust as I'm looking in the room. Ollie? I'm just going to keep a, uh, a tense eye out um, and try to look kind of past the preacher uh, while he is working on that. Um, I'm all for an additional lantern being lit, but I also know that means he's got his hands full. So I'm going to keep an eye out for the Padre. Keeping an eye, watching his things. The caboose is big enough that there are plenty of hiding spots if somebody wanted to hide. And also in considering the dog soldiers were jumping platforms and hiding. From your point of view, if they were on the back porch squatted down, you might not be able to anyone or them from here. Also, there are sides of the caboose that are outside of your point of view from where you're at. Father Cross, you light the lantern and uh, you realize that one of the windows on the other side is also busted, creating a good bit of wind coming through here. And so the lantern flickers a whole bunch before you have a chance to cover it up, letting your eyes adjust. You see these people have food back here. These, these David and Brian do have food. You see that uh, maybe chili on the stove. A small dish of candies sit on the table at this time, but it seems as if, uh, oh man, What's that red, that streak of red in it you see? Your eyes have stopped and started following around near the table, the chair that's, oh, it's broken. You're starting to realize that this not as, this might not be a messy. There was a, my mind's going to, there was a fight in here. All right, about this time when I'm seeing that, I'm slinging my rifle over my shoulder, drawing my peacemaker uh, with my primary hand, and I'm lifting the lantern up to carry with me. 
Okay. Make a scrutinize roll from everybody. Uh, Ollie, your scrutinize is seven. Sorry, Mother Cross, your scrutinize. That's a five for me, so no luck. That's a seven for me. <laughs> Looks like you guys swapped rolls then. And that was a four for um, Bigsby. 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 Thank you. <laughs> um, you hear um, uh, so of uh, the wind blowing and everything. You can hear it, and it's a repetitive like tapping noise or thudding noise, kind of soft. It's repeating itself very quick. It's coming from the back of the caboose. All right. Um, when I hear that, uh, I immediately start heading towards the back, Ollie, and he's I just quickly. Uh, I will my head like, come on. Yeah, I just keep on moving with him and and watch over. All right. You um, move through the room, keeping your eyes on the back. Ollie, you've got, you're looking from side to side. So, and as you get to the back, the doors open. It swings gently. The wind passes. And from your point of view, without even stepping out, because you don't know whether it might be on the sides, this, you can see um, chains wrapped around someone coming off the back of the caboose and his feet are dragging on the rail ties and that is the remnants of his legs thudding against whatever it is. You can see his lower half and as you kind of move a little bit more you realize there's parts of his upper half that aren't there that should be there. So he's like missing the lower part of his legs and some parts of his upper also the heads. Ollie will say and do nothing. I turn around. We need to go back towards the front of the train. Whatever it is, is moving towards the front. All right. God's giving you a vision of something terrible. All right. Uh, if the priest is okay with leaving that guy like that for now, then Ollie is okay with leaving that guy like that for now. Fair enough. He has no more, he has no moral compass. Um, the two of you are fine with the situation of seeing a, a body as well as uh, Bixby is, but I, I would other conditions at this point in time, other people will. So you guys look at a body and be like, oh, that's terrible. We'll come back for you. He looks a lot shorter than when we boarded the train. <laughs> How quickly are you guys heading through? I move um, at the speed of the priest. Uh, I'm going to move quickly through the cars, but going from car to car, I'm slowing a bit just in case whatever it is, is moving at a crawl along the cars. But when we get to the point that where the shoe was, I think I'm going to realize that it's probably under the cars, especially since we went to, uh, Ollie went to look under it. And he made that as, yeah, okay, that's fair. All right. So at that point in time, do you guys move fast to keep it at a moderate pace? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move faster. Right, uh, so when we start getting transitioning, to you're moving, car. you're like looking around and you get to the shoe and you turn, you look back to Ollie's, it is under the car. And then you start running. However, when we get to the door where the, to go into the corpse car, I'm, gonna move slower through the corpse car uh mainly because i don't want something jumping out at us when we're moving through it okay that's fair so as you walk in you immediately ready your gun and begin fanning to the right hand side keeping eyes on the seven boxes over there that aren't disturbed and then back over to mr tops even though you know that you did a final ride on yep okay i i know he's staying He's resting in peace. All right. At this point in time, as the father has slowed down, you realize it's not with not come running after. Hey, Bix. I'll kind of look over my shoulder. You see that he's uh, his lantern is a couple of cars back, and uh, he does not run so well. An old injury keeps his pace at half. Padre, we're getting ahead of Bixby. 
All right, we'll let him catch up then. He in... yells, go I'm... on without me. I'll catch up. If there's something wrong, you get to the engine. You say, make sure that engineer is okay. And he yells that as he's going through. Stay with him, Wop, Ollie. I don't know how well he's going to be able to take care of this thing. Sure thing, Padre. Uh, I will I will idle where I am and wait for Bigsby to, to catch up. All right. Is this the last uh, car that's pretty much unlit going forward? No, no. All the cars between the only cars that are lit are the ones that people are in. Caboose, the engine, engineer's car, and cars that uh, have people sleeping cars in. Okay. Since Ollie's waiting on Bixby, I'll go ahead and move with the lantern then until I get to the passenger cars. And I'm remembering the original reason we headed back. I'm going to be looking back and forth as uh, as I'm moving. I am looking for the kid as well. All right. So that just means you're you're looking around more than anything that Bigsby and Oleander are able to keep up with you as you're searching. Bigsby, of course, uh, easily catches up to you since you've slowed your pace down, looking kid in any possible. So um, the three of you are moving together. At least that's how I'm going. Yeah, I will actually call out in each car. Um, uh, what What's that uh, phrase? Uh, Ollie, Ollie, oxen free. Is that what you're supposed to I, say? I, yeah, I, I think that means, you know, game's over, all the hiders can come out. Uh, I, I'll say that at each car until we hit the passenger car. Okay. From behind you, Ollie goes, what'd you say? <laughs> what'd you call, you call me? <laughs> all right, um, Sarah, it fell, you hit it and it fell down into the cargo. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and shut the door um, and, and, peek out the window, <laughs> um, see what, what I can see if it starts coming at me or if it's going to keep... Uh okay. Um, it pulls itself up out of the cargo at the, and um, you're looking through the window and as it's pulled itself up, you can see this man seems to be a little bit larger, a lot hairier and it scream and pull out the, you're the tomahawk and it throws it down. I'm going to roll a d6. If I roll a 6, it bounces off the train. Oh, I was worried about one, it goes into the cargo. Oh. Um, now, with longer legs and more flappy bits of skin between its sides and its arms, it crawls over the cargo and continues heading toward the train engine. It doesn't even care about me? Yeah, it doesn't seem to even care. It's All right, like um, it's driven to go to the car for whatever reason. I'd like to go ahead and open the door again then mm -hmm. and use the, the voice, voice of the damned. It's over, it, at this point in time, it's using its round to remove the hatchet and its pace at this point in time is 24. So it's going to put it over 30, 30 yards away. Will the voice work on it? Um, I'm not sure how far it is. Considering uh, the loudness of the train, the moving and the sounds and everything, I'm not sure it's going to hear you. Although yeah. it's a supernatural thing. Did you copy the description of your character? Um, I, I just said uh, level three opposed spirit test okay. if failed. Foe becomes distracted. So, I mean, I'll take it off you after it. Page. All right. Uh, I don't. How are you going to get from the car you're on onto the flat car in front of you? Are you just like oh, going to walk? I'm going to have to jump. You can jump. Though. Okay, so you're yeah. just going to take the express route. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go into full berserker mode. So that increases all of my uh, physical uh, traits by one die type, but all my mental are reduced. So do you do that by like rolling up your sleeve and pushing a little lever forward? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and McDade, undead cyborg. Oh no, you! Oh no, you don't! 
You don't ignore me. <laughs> it's rude to turn your back on a woman. I'm going to show you what's real rude in a minute. All right. Um, so it's a member of the skill to jumping, I guess, nimbleness? Nimbleness, say it would be the, the closest. Uh, skill? I want to say it's based off... I mean, it's... Just make a nimbleness Let's roll. See. Straight nimbleness? Yeah. I'm, I'm only putting it at a five because... I'm putting it at three because there's a dire chance that if you horribly mess this up, you'll you'll miss the train. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I know what I, I... I know the risks I'm taking. Um, so I have a 40-12 plus two because I'm... It's a fifth. Right. 21. Yeah. You leap from the boxcar onto the flat car and begin making your way through the cargo, trying to catch up to things. It is definitely moving faster because of its size. It has maybe gotten a little bit longer arms to pull itself a little faster. It's still shifting form. Um, if As I run, I'm going to start singing. Okay. It moves did uh, did we ever right see the Valkyries here? <laughs> did we ever succeed in finding the rules for that? The voice of the damned or whatever no, or do you no. want us to I'm, take a look? I'm in book of the dead almost to the page all right you're taking a look just wanted to see if more than one of us needed to be taking a look i appreciate that guys thank you, you move Welcome. into the next car and as you get to it this car is easy to get to there's two large pieces of metal that you can easily step from one to the other you could jump there's no hazard in jumping it's just going to get you farther into the car um, so you step over and you climb and as you climb to the top of this cargo area and whatnot um, you can see that it has made it past the last flat car and has now climbed its way on top of the first box car. It's got two box cars, then it's at the engineer car, the coal car, and the engine car. So it's like five cars in front of the train. You you probably need to find some way to get there faster. Eep. Um, I don't know if I have a good way to do that. Um, I can just roll for quickness if that's possible and just like put all I've got. And like throwing yourself into it? Yeah. Like jumping, running. Well, running and jumping over all this cargo, trying to catch up and not being safe. I would put it in Onris 7. And the hardest part is going to be that if you fail, you make half, you make your normal speed. But if you succeed, you're going to be able to take advantage of your exceptional strength by lifting and throwing yourself over the large obstacles in your way. All right, let's do it. All right, so quick. I get 40, 12 plus 2. Whoops, that's the Twitch chat, not... <laughs> not... 23! <laughs> wow. Not only did you beat the Omra 7, but you aced it how many times, let's see? One, two, three, three aces. Um, the goal was the 7 was going to make your movement normal. Since you did three aces, we're going to say that you doubled your movement above and beyond what you expected. So, as that your gift begins enacting and you reach up and grab the edge of like a crate and you pull yourself up with everything you've got. You find that you're, you fly from one front side of the cargo container to the other, crash into the ground, spring to the next car, grab another one and fling yourself to land at the back end of the, the flat, first flat car all within seconds. You've covered ground that takes horse effort to do. You did it effortlessly. As you hit the ground, you look up. It stops and sees you and lets out a hiss. And we'll do an initiative roll when we come back to you. Because you okay. engaged it. God. Now it's paying attention. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, Father Cross I, I and Ollie. I found uh, Voice of the Damned. Uh, B, 
basically it does not say a range i'm uh based off its description i would have to say that it's uh a matter of if it can or cannot hear her so that one's on you the train was really loud and there was a distance there's no distance now it's still loud and she has to sing perform louder than the train would and then i'd, I'd happily give it to her okay. yeah and then it's all dependent on her uh level and voice of the damned on the actual effect um what page is it on just so i can get there uh, 60 in Book of the Damned. Thank it's you. on the left-hand column. You move through all the rest of the cars. You to the last car of, uh, that's the kitchen. Or you get to the car with the kitchen. You move through it. Conductor is there. He begins talking. You realize this thing's still in the move. Bigsby begins engaging the conductor and explaining to him something's going on. Do you guys want to hang back and listen to the conversation? Continue on heading to the front. Uh, I'm still going. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the priest. Now that you don't have Bixby there, you go faster, but you won't if you keep looking for this child. Uh, well, after the kitchen car, it's passenger cars. That's correct. So, um, at this point, I'm gonna say, you know what, I'll look for him, but right now the immediate issue is what we're following. This so, thing. yeah. So, I'm going faster. I'm actually, um, in fact, when we leave Bixby and the conductor, the conductor is now holding a lantern. Okay. You two begin racing through the cars. It takes you moments as you get to a, a door, and the Pinkerton uh, detective is slamming himself into the door as you come across it. Um, he is making, this is between two cars. No, wait, was it a, the door to a car, or was uh, I was... <laughs> It was the the door leading from the car that I'm staying in into the next car. Okay, so he's between two cars, slamming himself into the door, trying to wedge what looks to be a thin sheet of metal between the two of them. On the other side, there's a gentleman who's giving a pull at the same time. All right, uh, this door opens into the next cabin? Yes. The faster route might just be go under the train, like the weird person did, or over. Or try to fight with the door. All right, fly. I look at Ollie, and I go, shoot her way through or climb up? Let's climb. We might need the bullets. Yep. Uh, doctor. Yes? We've got an issue that requires both your services and mine farther up the train. He acknowledges. So you're I pull him, him to come with? I pull him in close and say, one of... Uh, one of the coffins is opened up, and I think its passenger is up front. Okay. So yeah, uh, while he's convincing the doctor to come with, Ollie just like starts up the ladder, um, takes a second to make sure his hat's, uh, you know, the, the, the stampede string is gonna hold his hat in place, uh, and he just starts up the ladder and, and makes his way forward on the train. Once he's on the roof, I start making my way up the ladder, because that's all I'm saying to the Pinkerton. All right, Ollie, as you get to the top and you begin pulling yourself along, you can see toward the front of the train. You're in card number nine, up toward about card number five. You, not sure what you're looking at, but you can see on flat car, sorry, flat car number six, which has got some stuff on it. There is a, by best description, a larger than man thing, and it is swinging around, and you can see someone not sure too much who it might be, but your eyes in this dark, because you can't, you know, it's dark. 
You're trying to get a good view, but you can see someone is, and it, they have the two of them are on that car. As you pull yourself up and you look, you can see a fight on car number six. All righty, uh, but it's clearly a person, or at least someone that looks like a person, and a not person, yes. uh, someone that does not, you know, so like, that's enough for right now. So, uh, yeah, what kind of range are we talking about? Uh, this car is uh, probably about 15 yards. So three times 15, 45 yards. We'll make it a nice right. round 45 or 40, because I'm assuming you can move halfway onto the car for stability purpose. Yeah, and, and just clearing from the ladder so other people can climb up or whatever. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, Ollie is, is going to... Uh, take a knee uh and i actually have to re-trigger my kentucky windage uh because it only lasts for like five rounds at a time and it's been definitely longer than that but ollie's gonna take a knee and start drawing a bead uh on the on the biggin by way of him channeling kentucky windage and souping up his accuracy okay uh, so yeah like once he's clear of the ladder uh he's gonna you know kneel down uh he's gonna lie prone to aim if i can yeah. but I just, with the angles of train cars, I wasn't sure. Um, but like, you know, whatever the most stable firing position will be, you know, lower the better against the wind up top. So kneeling or prone, and he's gonna start aiming. That is what it looks like as I trigger Kentucky windage again. So give me a second as I roll the dice and draw the cards. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna get my Kentucky windage up. Um, so, um, the train isn't going on, uh, the train is not on a necessarily straight path, so it's when the train does a slight turn, you get the best aim. For the most part, the creature itself, the, the not human, will get a bonus to cover, and when the train turns, will not get a bonus to cover, and that's how this is going to work. The closer you get, sure. the less the cover becomes an issue. All right. Um, so with that, we're going to go ahead and move into initiative rounds. Um, we're going to do a full round, a full two rounds with just uh, Anne and the Beastie. And then you guys will be coming in on the three. So Alrighty. let's see how this all works out. Let's get some <coughs> dice roll done. Let's just quick. Yep. There it is. Just straight quickness? Yeah. Um, for the record, I got a pair of fours on my Kentucky windage. Um, so that's going to give me a minus four worth of penalties that I can ignore on shooting rolls uh, because it only needs an ace to trigger. Um, so I got one hand more than I needed. So let me clean up these cards and then I will roll. I wasn't going to worry about initiative till we got to that round. Uh, 18. We got two rounds of wow. combat with Anne and the thing. And then on the third round, okay. you guys can... So it's got a I'll nine. Wait. You got an eight. Well, do you want us to roll early or wait? Wait. Alrighty, wait it is. Alright. Uh, Anne is getting four cards. She is. Oh my. Uh, so we might as well sit back and eat some popcorn at this rate. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do something fast. I don't want to do that. Oh no, I'm just thinking it's going to be a savage fight up there with uh, that many attacks going on both sides. All right, there's your four cards. It is right now on the higher ground because it's on the car in front of you. You were behind it. What um, does a red joker mean? That's red the, joker. Uh, red joker is automatically first in the order unless you, uh, or you can act any point in the rounds without having to roll um, an opposed quickness check to interrupt somebody 
you cannot put it up your sleeve for a following round. Okay, so I can use any of these cards, but especially a, a joker to interrupt actions as well, because that's uh, something that I... Yeah, if if you got I, I don't want to... Right, you don't also, want a black joker. She also gets to draw a random chip from the fate pot that's for drawing the red right. joker. I forgot. Would... I needed another white one. Thanks. You did. It's probably time to start using some of them. Uh, y'all think? This thing's scary. <laughs> Good. All right. Um, now that you're right on top of it, I do need you to make another terror roll as heading into... Uh, up close, it is a nine. You've been doing fine since then, and God's behind you, so you get a plus two as well. My audio is cutting out. I shall move the microphone closer and try eating the microphone. What's that button? What is that? Yeah, it's been weird. Yeah, you're quiet now. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Okay. okay. I'm going to try to talk really close to the microphone. It could possibly be this microphone. You're still breaking up. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. mic or something. Yeah, it's not like your voice. It's that just mid-sentence, it'll cut out. Oh, that's terrible. Um, I have I mean, an idea. It's been, it's been playable. Uh, I just want to let you know we're occasionally missing a word here or there. Sounds like maybe it's yeah, a Discord. It, uh... All right, how no, about I now? Was, Is it I was catching all of at it. At this point in time? Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, I, I nope, wasn't having any me. problems, and so. It's I, a Discord I caught, thing. I caught about five blahs, and then you went quiet. So it's definitely a Discord. Let's try that. Uh, do that. Thing. I mean, I don't have to worry about it for three rounds. So, like, heck, you know, let's not, let's not stop the fight or nothing. Yeah, I just want to let you know just, it was a little If I can't hear you, we're just going to assume it's in my benefit. <laughs> <laughs> no. It works. <laughs> I like the laugh and the, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to, if I if I need to, I can type things out. Audience, I apologize. Discord sometimes can suck. Uh, let's try to move forward. Highest card is ace, king, queen. All right. Queen. It has a queen as well. Queen of hearts. I have a queen of hearts. That means you go at the same time. Go ahead and drop your queen of hearts out on the table. Where did your queen of hearts go and how come I can't see it? Uh, it is right over Dodge on the railroad map on my... That's where I put mine. Oh, the other one is up oh, in I the Pacific it. Northwest. Let's do Yeah, I'm, I'm near Seattle. Did that change things? Yeah, now I, I see where you are. Whoop. There we go. Both cards are in the same spot. All good. Okay, cool. Wow, that's awesome. Both queen the hearts. All right, so you guys are going at the same time. Um, first thing it's going to do is try to uh, overawe you by screaming really loudly. And um, yeah, that's its first action. Uh, what about yours? Uh, I'm gonna sing a hymn to try to voice of the damned that. Sweet. And I'm also, I'm very on edge because if it tries to take a swing at me, I'm gonna try to dodge it, like, and I'll play the Joker. Okay, so the first thing is you need to make a roll versus its terror rating, which is nine. And by the way, it's gotten larger, it has bigger ears, it's very bat-like, a cross between a bat and a human. Good, so my singing should hurt it more than it should. <laughs> um, so is this a guts check? This is a guts check, and you get to throw your grit into it. Now, it's, okay. it, the reason why you're doing another one is because it's changed. It's in its final form. Um, and you get a plus two because God's with you right now. Hooray, God! Yay, God! Eleven. All right. You are not bothered by its appearance, but its scream is definitely 
uh, unnerving. So let's go ahead and um, it's it's doing an overawe to you and you're trying to do, it's your ability to it, so. That's opposing spirit. Yes. What is its spirit? Ah, uh, it's really high. It must've just went to a pepper alley. I don't, I don't like that. Don't say that. Go team batty. All right, there's its spirit roll. Thank goodness. Thank God. All Praise right. be. Ah, you know what? I'm just going to toss out this red chip here. No, don't do that. All right. Extra roll. She One sounded so eight. offended. Like, bow, bow, how dare bow, you? Bow. All right. Oh, it made it a nine. It's not enough. Oh, I have three levels of Voice of the Damned, so that makes means it becomes distracted. Yes. yes. That, that dainty lady scream went out of character there. No, yeah, that, yeah. It was like, ah, I'll terrify him. Like, ah, and it's like, oh my. <laughs> more more likely, I'm probably singing like this really like spooky hymn. So, uh, targets a negative four to its next action. That's pretty cool. Also loses its highest action card for distracted. That's really cool. Alright, so <laughs> it's still gonna overall for its action. And it's going to lose its two. So this was its next coming up card. Wouldn't go to them. So the rest of this round is yours to do. All right. But it's Ooh. going to overall get the dice roller out there. And there with son of a. Wow. <laughs> what the heck? Can I play a chip to make that not happen? You have to make a guts roll versus that. Wow. Uh, we'll even give it a penalty because of the four. So it's that you got to you're rolling against a 23 there. <laughs> And you got to make a guts check. So you're like doing your, oh, I apologize. My singing is terrible. Oh, moment. And and you, you, it's resonating. It turns and from its position at its perch on the car in front of you, its head and body is able to come down and its hands plant next to you. And it lets out an ear piercing scream that sends fluid out of its mouth and spittle all over the place and now your nice dress is trenched and spit. All right, so... Is, is, okay, I'm just, like, trying to figure out what my options are with these chips and cards I have. So, like, is it possible with the Joker to, like, cover my ears or something? Um, what you could do is, uh, you don't have to spend chips before the roll. You can actually okay. spend them after Okay. So you could make your roll, see what the result is, and decide what you want to do from there. Okay, so I'm making a guts. Yes. Unfortunately, this isn't against terror. It's versus overall, so God is not with you on this one. I kind of love that the start of their fight turned into, like, a yell-off. I know, right? Like, they're starting with, like, roaring at each other in their own little ways. Next, you know, uh, next they're going to start dancing. Nine. Okay. All right. Now, what you could do is if you, uh, your white chips would give you uh, a die to roll, but it would not add to the nine. The red chip, you would roll that, the aces would still explode, and you would add that final result to the nine, but the marshal gets a draw. The blue chip you have does the same thing as the red chip, except the marshal does not get to draw from the fate chip. Fate so so spending a blue or a red lets you roll an extra d10 and add it to the nine that you have. 
Yeah, we're gonna do that. Spending a white just lets you roll another d10 and hope that it's better than the nine that you have. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna roll a blue because I don't need to help Max right now. <laughs> All okay. right. Nine. All right, so that's an, an 18, 18 total. Difference of 23, which is a success and a raise, which means right. you're distracted as well. You suffer negative four to your next action and you lose your highest card. But you did knock down some raises with that blue chip. So I'd say that's probably still well spent. It yeah. Did, because yep. if you hadn't, he would have broken you, which you would have lost the highest card, suffered a minus four and lost a chip. Eep. All right. So is my highest card the Joker or the next one? No. The, the Joker. Yeah, well, you can you can toss the Joker. I mean, you're not going to use it to interact with him at this point in time. Yeah. You can't. Eh. Yeah. Let's just get rid of that one. Yeah, and it's not going to the next round anyways, so. Okay. So we've got right. two cards left, and they are the nine and ten. So on yep. nine and ten, you get to act. The creature does not. Um. So if I'm visualizing this cinematically correctly, it was above me. It jumped down and is like... Oh. I lost my headset. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there we go. You got it. She she's trying to enact it, not just explain it. It's it's the actor in me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um so it it lands over me. I'm holding it now. Um and screams in my face. Um so I'm kind of imagining me being kind of squatted down, like cowering under it. So I'm gonna go ahead and from that like low position, um. I'm going to go ahead and swing at it um, twice with my special tomahawk. Excellent. The target number is five. He has no um, dice to dodge. He has no cards to dodge with. Good. And your first strike is at an egg form. Yes. I just have to find where my fighting is. There it is. So I'm at a 5d12 5d12 plus two because I'm up a dice type because of my berserking. Yes. Um, but minus three then since I'm at, or minus two then since I'm at my. Yeah, so 5d12, exclamation, exclamation, keep one, minus two. That's a lot of d12s. I only got a seven on that first one. But you hit. Oh, yay. So that's a hit. That's just straight up. Now you're going to roll your 2d6 for the tomahawk. And this is just 2d6. So that's four points of damage. Now you're going to roll your strength damage. Which is also up one. So it should be a 4d12. Uh, what is it? 4d10. So or no, 3d10. Three, three so or, I'm sorry. <laughs> 2d12. 2d12. So you're roll 2d12, and the highest from that gets added to that 4. So 13. 13. And then uh, roll a, you need a hit location die. So the, the d20. And I think there's a modifier for, for fighting rolls for that, isn't it there, is. Max? And I will tell you them right now. Uh, when fighting, you can uh, raise or lower by 2. Okay, so a nine is located. Give me one second. I'll find the chart real quick. Ah, lower guts. By raising it up uh, one point, you hit him in the gizzards. Two points, you hit him in the arm. Lowering it by two points, you hit him in the lower guts still. Gizzards gets you extra damage. Yeah, I'm going to go with gizzards. All right, roll an extra die for the weapon for the gizzard shot. So that's uh, plus one D6. Oh, it explodes. (gasps) Oh, let's do it again. Yep. And it explodes. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so it ends up being a 14 to the four from beforehand, so it's an 18 with a nine from the strength. Um, so that's 27. 27. That is correct. Um, wow. Now, because of its its size has increased from a six where it was beforehand to a nine, that 27 is three points 
three wounds of damage to the gizzard. It's not screaming anytime soon. God you, is good. You pummel into this thing's midsection, a massive thunderous blow. Your tomahawk sinks in, but you realize, as far as this critter goes, that ain't nothing. Uh, All right, second tomahawk attack. This one is not at an uh, active form. The, the wind damage? Oh yes, three dice so, of wind damage. I mean, when you said that ain't nothing, like I don't know if she gets it or not, but I- She just, does. Maybe. 3d6 worth of wind damage, please. Excellent, 15. All right, second attack. So at this point, I, I hit it once and see that it's not, doesn't look that hurt. Is that the case? Yes, like chopping into a tree. This is the first swing and the tree seems to just go, eh. Um, Which tree is a good analogy. I, as big as round as a torso is kind of like a tree saw. I would like to go ahead and, and use my nine um, to scramble up and run away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> While singing. <laughs> While singing. Fair enough. Yeah, perfectly fine. Um, do you want to use the like you did beforehand and throw yourself as far as you possibly can? Heck yeah. All right. Um, make your quickness roll again. Again, it's a seven. Wow. Have I cut out any time recently? Because I'm leaning into my microphone. No. I'm making like very careful, caressing gestures to it, and I'm speaking to it softly. Thirteen. Excellent. No extra raises, but you're able to throw yourself from the car that you're on to the car behind you, and you do that kind of like foot-first landing into it while slamming into some of the cargo at the same time. Um, that's one round. Round number two. Quickness rolls. Oh crap! I forgot I have to do this again. Yeah, you've got one more. Uh, that that was kind of funny. She hits it, and she's like, "Hold that thought." Bye. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and drop your nine and ten onto the de- tabletop. Um, it looks like both of them is going to get a three this time. There you go. Three cards for you. Thank you. I just want to nope right out of here. All right. Let's get going. Um, you've left the way you hit. At this point in time, the other guys have just come into the intersection. They're figuring shit out. Ollie is climbing the ladder. That's where we're at for them. Um, it oh, tur- good. So they haven't seen me be scary. That's that's good news. That's correct. I I might have because I was up there and aiming at the monster, but Ollie's Wait. no snitch. <laughs> the creature flies from where it's at after you, so it's going to. It's, that's an objective for this round. Your objective is to, you've moved to the back car, maybe keep running or defend yourself. All right, so ace, king, queen, jack, 10, boom. Nope, nope, nope. The creature will make a leap fly, and it's not leaping very hard. It's just jumping up, throwing its wings open to catch air, then landing back down on the car where you're at, at the same time, like striking deep into the cargo that you're at. Uh, we're going to give you cover. Um, let's see, that provides you with a bit of armor. So the damage dice type will be restored by one. It also... I look as terrified as I feel. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you have a very wide-eyed appearance right now. Like, anytime you're, you're getting the first melee attack from a creepy monster, it's scary as hell. I got swung uh-huh. at by an ogre in L5R last night, and I'm like, I don't know what I can, what else I can do about this. You're just waiting for the dice. Waiting for the dice. Um, yeah, uh, other than providing some armor when it attacks, I don't see any cover rules. And I know I just went over those a little while ago. I yeah, it's, actually it's just saw them myself. It's just, yeah, if a hit is coming through 
yeah. a location that's protected by cover, then you lower the damage. Right, total concealment, that's if you're punching through a wall, it's a minus four, poor visibility and light, that's something different. So I can see her, so it's just armor. Okay, got it, good. I know where I'm at, moving forward. Um, it's going to do its brawling at you. And let me get some dice rolls going here. Um, it has no bonuses, so that's straight up a five, which is all that it needs to hit is a five. You can throw out a card and attempt to do a dodge, it has the cover of the boxes, so it's going to, your armor is going to go up by one. Um, am I allowed to dodge even though my first card is a... That's correct. You throw out your highest card to get the hell out of the way. Yeah, I want to get the hell out of the way. All right. Now, your goal, of course, is to beat the target number, which the target number is, which he got, is a five. And I'm rolling what against that? Quickness? You are rolling dodge, which is a deafness stat. Uh, you can also make yeah, a this. fight. You can also make a fight and roll if it's appropriate. So in close combat, you can make a fighting roll instead of a dodge roll. Um, Does that act more like a uh, block or, or? It's just in the abstract, either one is just getting out of the way. Cause yeah, it's dodged yeah. for ranged, it's fighting for in close. Okay, yeah, I'd rather do fighting cause I'm better. All right, so we're gonna do. Yeah, and by the rules to Vamoose, you have to give ground in some sort by backing up at least a yard. So you're just kind of throwing yourself backwards as it smashes through the crates, like if the dodge works. You know, you're just kind of cinematically lunging out of the way type of... 12. Nice. Yep. And it does you... smash through the crates. Um, Because you just have to beat its attack roll. So dodging is pretty strong in it. All right. Um, that was on 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... On six, it moves up onto the crates and strikes back down on top of your position. I'd like to play my five and dodge that shit again. <laughs> I just want to say a lot of nope. All right, it got an eight this time. 19! Wow! You throw yourself over the back of the cargo and get to the back of the flatbed. You hit once, roll, and you kind of pull yourself up in a more prepared stance. Um, and it smashes into the crates, grabs a hold of their bindings, snaps them, and you hear pow, pin, pow, pow, as it throws the crates in both directions. Because it has large hands and body size, it just grabs a hold of these like 200 pound crates and throws them off the side of the train. So, Ollie, as you're getting in a position, you see the train start to turn, and then the crate flies off and smashes in the ground into the darkness of the night. Hi, REM PCs. It's me, REM Alternus, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash remalternus 
And thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. All right. Last. I'm beginning to think that, that something supernatural is going on up there. So glad my horse isn't up here. <laughs> that was on six, five, yeah. four on four. You know I'm going to nope this. Uh, as an aside, uh, you could declare the dodge. You don't have to do it until after they've made their hit. Last oh, time okay. you did it before it even attacked. Like, the odds are good, it's going to land a five. But just so you know, you don't have to do it until after they hit. So you're making an informed decision about, like, the odds of a duck. All right. Well, this action, it's not going to leap after you. It's going to grab one of the crates it just destroyed or done damage to, heft it up, standing as high as it can, and try to smash it down on your spot. That might not be so comfortable. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, it's not touching her, like, skin to skin. So, as, like, maybe it's kind of better. If... As I'm looking up at this thing, I'm going, I really shouldn't wrench that door that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Walter would have been here faster. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. All right. Because he's trying to smash the area that you're at with a crate, a large, wide object, I'm giving him a plus one. Plus one is 12. But he didn't roll a 12, so it doesn't ace. I'm scared. You got to beat a 12 this time. You've done it. It's just, it's been, it's the first one was a five. The next one was an eight. The next one was a 12. You got this. I'm going to, I'm going to use. Hey, after this one, Ollie and Father Cross will be able to help you. I don't know that. Or, or to just jump off the train and leave, like whichever. Honestly, sure. that's probably safer for me at this point. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. Wow. You know, the, the awful part is that like, that means she's probably not going to get that awesome roll on an attack. Like the good news is you're like Neo from the matrix with this shit. But like the bad news is you're like, man, that 37 would have oh, been cool. It, it, it look at what the oh, second God. highest one was. Yeah. Like you're discarding a 27. I, I just see her, you know, going all uh, uh, ballerina and tiptoeing away from it. Yeah. I, I, Anna I might feel that confident, but I, Sarah does not. <laughs> Max just bit into a sour ass lemon. Look at that. He really wanted to hurt me. I would like to see a successful hit. You know, just as a game master, let's see how this works out. I'd like to see damage happen. So far, you have accelerated your dodge from a 12 to a 19 to, fuck it, let's just go all in, 37. I mean, I thought, I'm looking for tension building and escalation that's really part of horror and stress and whatnot. And so I'm going to, uh, you, I'm going to describe I, how this dodge happens. To be to be fair, I think that's working. It's just me that's terrifying and not your creature. Yeah, you're terrifying. I'm so really. I'm, I'm going to have to hey, just Max, move up to Mojave like Rattler. For those tears. I just have to move up to Mojave Rattler and start giving them levels in ninja or monk or something. I mean, this no, is the only way. This is gonna... <laughs> All right. Um, so as and Ollie, as you're getting to the point, the train's turning and you're having a really good shot. You see the creature. It's, you can definitely tell because now it's moved back a car. Uh, it's closer. Range has gone from 45 down to 30. It hoists the crate up, and you saw uh, by your, what you saw was a, someone jump from one car to the next one, and it kept going. So that's what you saw. Like, you already know weird, so we know the position, but you see it lift the crate up, and 
brings it down right where we're going to say she, because it was somebody who has long hair and you think it's long red hair. You saw right where she was standing, it smashes down. The crate goes in all sorts of pieces. Sarah, what happens for Anne though, as the crate comes up over the head, there's stuff pouring out of it. And you realize that there's where it's going to smash down. There's a space in front of the crate by a pile of boxes and bricks that puts you literally within the melee range of this creature. So you take a two step for steps forward as it smashes down behind you, putting you in range of the creature for whatever comes next. So next we round. are dancing next. Yes, <laughs> DDR. Um, so next round, you have a plus two uh, to attack. All right. Quickness rolls from everyone. Alrighty, let's do this. I do want to point out that it would be normally stopping time. I don't have a reason to stop just yet. I ended this way. So we can either call combat here or the holy Jesus. <laughs> stopping. Nice. What in the hell? How are you people rolling like this? Fuck. Jesus. Alright, I need a roll. Mine's gonna come up like five. I I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling so good right now. I don't want to stop. And I know those are famous last. Jeez, it, and it's quickness. All right, James. Oh, James, you're letting the team down. Yes. <laughs> hey, I I still get two cards. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's more than five. So it's basically it's it's a you, you get a card and then you get an extra card for every five points. Yeah. Yeah. For the success and your uh you get a card. For the success, you get a card, and for your raises, so you two are each getting five cards. I'm getting two, and it, as well as success. So does it Is cap it? at five? Yes. Yes, it ah, caps at five. You have right. to have some sort of mystical ability that allows you to get more. I'm dropping a blue oh, chip like on my quickness. I hope oh, everybody just heard that. I did. He's quick. He's getting an extra chip on that. What? And, you know, I have no choice on which one it is. So he's going to end up with another chip, but I'm dropping a red one just to add to mine. Okay, that's great, because I just spent a chip. I'll get another one. Okay. James, go ahead and add to your initiative. Everybody start drawing your cards as need be. Yep. Let me get my three. I've got my five. Wow, see. Wow. Incredible dice rolls, guys. Oh. <laughs> well, I tried. So that just makes it a seven. So no extra love for James, but like that kind of should have been. You had really good odds of getting it to a 10. You did. Yeah, you really true. did. It's all right. James is keeping us honest. He's he's averaging out the die curve uh, and letting the rest of us do well. We all everybody gets a session where that happens. Like everybody yeah. else rolls good. You roll poorly. You're the sacrifice on the altar to uh, to RN Jesus uh, yes. that, you know, keeps it all average. Well, that's all right. Uh, one of my cards help balance out my rolls. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Are we ready? Yep. Yeah. Aces. Ace of diamonds. So lucky because I have the ace of spades. Okay. Go for it. All right. I'm sorry. Ace of clubs. Ha! Not ace of spades. I just couldn't oh. read. All right. So it's all you, man. All right. So uh, about this point, I'm on top as well as Ollie. He's seen something that's made him drop down mm -hmm. and take aim um as soon as i had gotten to the top i was going to draw my rifle uh, since we had more room to play seeing that there's something bigger over there mm -hmm. 
I am actually going to invoke Holy Roller. Ooh, I like that one. One of my favorites. What does that do? Holy Roller, if successful, will actually give me a chip that I have to spend on my next action. Now, if I end up with a red chip from it, Max does not get to draw when I spend it. So it's a it's a blessed red chip. Right. However, if I go bust on this roll, my highest chip goes back to the fate pot. All right, we'll go ahead and get her done. I get a blue chip. That's a huge. There's his dice roll. There's his huge dice. There's where my dice rolls are going is my faith checks. So um, since it's going to be used on my next one, I'm not even going to draw or try and pick it out of the pot since it's being used on my next roll. Sure. So I was your ace. Yep. There's my act. All right. Um, I'm doggo. You're trying to shield yourself behind the adorability of your dog. Like, Max, you don't want to accidentally hurt a dog, do you? (laughs) All right. Um, You're right underneath it. You do have a bonus to attack. It sees you. uh, And on its ace of clubs, it's going to backhand you out from underneath it. Oh, that's just rude. Got to make sure to do 3d12 and not 3d13. There we go. A nine. So that's a hit. That is a hit. No raise, though. Sarah? Oh, oh, that was on me? That was on you. <laughs> yeah. Why, why would it be attacking anybody else? We're whole train cars away. We haven't hit it with axes or anything. Nope. I'm going to play my it. nine. <laughs> hey, I sang at it. It was cool. It's really loud. It has big ears. Uh, I just played my nine to say nope. All right. Go ahead and use your fright, your brawling roll. Or your I'm, fighting. I'm getting good at this guy. I'm. I want to see triple numbers here. Uh, before she hits Ed, are we taking any bets? I'm thinking like I'm. I'm thinking 23. That's my guess. Uh, 17. Anyone else? I'm. I'm gonna say 15. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, pretty good at this. <clears throat> I'm gonna lowball myself, I think, and I'm gonna say 10. Congratulations, you were right. And you I knew it. I knew it had to come around again. Notice that the plus two, your position saved you. Yep. Um, wow. Oh, actually, it's plus two more than I forgot. I have that on my next attack because it's. Uh, I, I get the plus two because I'm berserking. So it's. Oh, uh, so yeah. she ended up with an eleven. Okay, she's right. Which is good because you need to be higher than the incoming attack roll. So that extra plus two uh, makes it a mint. Yeah, I automatically assumed that she didn't add it in because it was only a plus two and not a plus four. So thanks, Max. I've not a problem. So the the this is how it happens. The creature pulls back its arm, brings down to strike at you. You realize you have no room to move. You thrust the tomahawk up, putting both your hands on one hand on the head and one hand on the handle, and you push back and you push into the creature's palm and you slide a little bit and the creature's stopped and as the two of you have got to the point where it's trying to push down and you're trying to push up and the tomahawk is making a lot of like a wispy sound is coming off and like fumes of some type aether is leaking and the tomahawk is making noise like a train brakes like screeching train brakes i'm sure that's i'm sure that's fine 
I just want to imagine these two guys looking down on this and going, oh, that must be a weak monster because she's holding her own. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, that was Ace, King, Queen, Jack. I am up at Queen. So Excellent. Woo, Queen of Spades. Yes, my, my queen is out. Uh, I am going to cast the Magnum Force X. As <laughs> I remember the, uh, the Dead Ranger telling me, some things you gotta shoot with silver, and if you don't have silver, you gotta shoot them hard. And and like this is that's what this one does. So um, I make my hex slinging roll. Uh, so just gonna be that many cards. One second. Uh, this one, I uh, get plus one damage die type for the base hand. Oh, this one's nice. Um, and actually, what I'm gonna do, uh, I had a plan. I'm gonna stick because I want to go big. I'm going to uh, vamoose away my nine okay. by triggering the raising the pot hex. Because I succeeded on my initial hex slinging roll, I'm now going to trigger raising the pot. After another roll has succeeded, spend my highest card possible, which is my nine, just like a vamoose. And then I cast and draw again. And the result of this raising the pot gives me extra raises on the spellcasting roll for Magnum Force. Because I really want this Magnum Force to go big. Uh, so, one second, as I now roll for Raising the Pot. Go big or go home. Woo! Nice. All right, so Raising the Pot, um, that's going to be three extra cards. So I get to draw eight to make a poker hand for Raising the Pot, the results of which will modify the poker hand for Magnum Force. Everybody with me? It's, uh, yeah. it's a little Inception. We're gonna watch Rusty's hands. We're gonna look at his cards because we can do that and share. Um, oh, we can't. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I drew the red Joker, <laughs> but I also drew, but I also drew the black. <laughs> so I don't know if they oh, just cancel crap. out or what. But uh, that's where I'm at. I don't know what happens now. Um, well, because I've uh, got potentially, I've got a heck of a poker hand here. You do. But I know I've got the black Joker in there, and I don't remember what. Uh, hold on. But I know I'm, it's. The, I know it's bad. To uh, the Huxers and Hexes chapter in yeah. the anniversary. And then my other rules. So whenever your character uh, draws the black Joker, looks like there's so, backlash. Whenever you, yeah, blah, 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 the Manitow has tricked me into letting it uncontrolled. Black Joker still counts as a wild card, uh, but just tell the marshal, it says, and the marshal takes a look. So tell your marshal whenever you draw the Joker while attempting to cast a hex, and there's apparently a special chart that you've got in the marshal's handbook. I've got that book right here. So in the meantime, I assemble myself a poker hand, right? Like, yes. like normal. And remember, the jokers count as wilds. Right. So it's going to be four of a kind with kings. So it's pretty, pretty good hand there. Um, so for the record, uh, that is on raising the pot. Three of a kind is plus four. There's no thing for four of a kind. That's a little weird. Um, What's for that a particular one, it probably skips over. Right. So three of a kind, I guess it's, I'm just going to get the plus four on raising the pot. Is that as high as it goes? On no, the it then goes to straight or flush. So it just skips okay. from three of a kind up straight. So it's kind of weird. But, all right. So yeah. one okay. second as I, I unload the rest of this hand. 
because now I draw to actually trigger the Magnum Force. But I just gave myself four extra raises, which means I'm drawing nine cards to make a poker hand for Magnum Force. Nice. Actually, four of a kind is right under a straight flush as far as the order goes. So right, and like in uh, normal poker, and straight flush is, right, is the like, order. It's yeah. This one just has a special thing where it just goes from pair to jacks to two pair to three of a kind to straight to flush. There's nothing for four of a kind in this one. So we'll just say it was a, you know, it functionally is a three of a kind. So, so now I make my poker hand for Magnum Force, which needs, ba -ba -ba. and I'm just kind of moving up the map here to lay stuff out. So one, so I got two pair on Magnum Force. Uh, what it needs is an ace basic. Uh, and then I got a pair, so that's one raise up, a second pair. So it's plus one damage type, and then plus one damage die type for every two hands above the minimum. So I've got plus two damage die type on my Winchester. So uh, it's up to D12s. Going. Yeah, so that's gonna be pretty neat, except that I've also got to deal with whatever happens from the Jokers. Uh, but one second as I unload the rest of this hand. Take your time, get it done. And that is my act except for whatever mischief happens as the Manitow kind of breaks free, um, as, you know, Ollie is facing his first real supernatural test after the kind of rushed mentorship of a dying Texas Ranger, and Ollie knows what he's doing, and he tries to do it, and he does it very well, but Ollie's luck hits, uh, and something bad's gonna happen, based on that evil little smirk that Max has, because I haven't ever even looked at the chart for what happens when you draw a Joker. Um, but that's where we're at. Uh, as an aside, Max, I yes. do have that legendary chip that breaks the normal rules and lets me like reroll anything. And this is including certain unlucky like misfortune rolls like this. So well, uh, I'm uh, not sure how that works. You it lets you re-roll the die roll, not the draw of your cards. Right, but I'm just saying, like, if Max is about to roll something like Ollie's head explodes, I could potentially cast in the legend and go, like, no, I bet whatever the re-roll is will be a little... No, and you're right, you're right. Let's see how this all turns out. Is, is, is my understanding, because it's this you're one correct. is re-rolling any roll. It's not just a traitor aptitude like most it's uh re-rolling a result on a table um you so ask the marshal to re-roll yeah, all right so um, the result is all right stole does that mean but yeah partially so that i don't know because ollie doesn't know because he's kind of new at hex slinging on purpose i never even freaking took a look at what happens when it goes wild so like it's that's my way i'm now like oh neat uh i guess we'll find out if i need to make a new Awesome. Okay, so um, it leads in. All right, so the first roll dictates that um, it goes into the. Uh, no, I, I just I'm not going to use that. I don't. the The results from that one I don't think are good because it changes uh, role playing styles and gives yourself an insanity. Okay. I don't want that. I don't want to be like, oh man, now you've got to role play your character different. I don't, I don't want that. Instead, I'm going to go with what my second role is and the backlash is literally backlash. Um, since the hex is causing damage, 
you cause damage to the creature as normal, and you cause damage to yourself. The gun goes off okay. in your hand because the gun can't oh. handle it. Oh, I was hoping Ollie would just hurt himself from trying too hard. All right. But okay, so uh, gun just goes off. It's a miss. No, you still or hit. Like, like what? Okay. When you like, pull the trigger, I attacked yet is the thing. Like this is all preparation for an attack roll. Okay. That's the thing. It was uh, using Magnum Force was like was my action at Queen, correct? And then I okay. sacrificed my next action to use the. Um, then I will say it this way: raising the pot. Nothing's happened yet. Okay, so gotcha. So yeah, so so far this is still Ollie just kind of lining up the shot, but it's actually Ollie mustering up this terrible arcane power to make the shot count. So yeah, this is still hasn't quite been an attack. I actually want to I want to take a step back and say, as you've prepped and you've readied your the amount of energy that's swirling around your Winchester is pretty intense, and um, at this point the Winchester is like uh, shaking like a, a like it's a jackhammer or something in your hand. Like it's it's a lot of power. I mean, this is this is the most Ollie's ever done before. Like in that he's purposefully trying to increase damage and purposefully trying to increase that. So like he's holding down the B button on a controller to charge up. So he's like, maybe it's supposed to do that. I don't know. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a learning moment. It is. All right. Yeah. Like your rifle's shaking. That's on queen. Correct. Jack, 10, nine. No, I had a 10. Uh-huh. On 10, there's a 10 of clubs. Um, it is unaware of you guys' presence. Um, and so as it is backhanded and the tomahawk has stopped, it's going to turn its hand around so that it's more towards you. And it's going to grab a hold of you at this point in time and just start to crush and squeeze you. It's its objective now. It's just crushing. Um, how, how do I dodge that? Um, it's still a brawl fight roll, uh, as we have been doing. The difference is if it succeeds, it's grappled a hold of you, which means you don't get to Vamoose at the- Okay. Um, all right, go ahead. Gotta remember, you gotta write the word roll, otherwise this doesn't work. 11. You know what? I'm gonna toss in a blue chip. Nope, 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 stop. Oh, it didn't recognize it? Why not? There we go. Oh, it's only a two. That means it's a 13. It's what you've got to roll against. All right, here we go. Unless you want to get hit. Oops. I think you know I very much don't want to get hit. Unfortunately, you don't have any other bonuses to this, and you've tied with it. Uh, so as you've blocked it with the backhand of your hatchet, it turns its hand around, wraps it around your arms, your fingers, its other hand wraps around your hip section and whatnot, and drags you off the ground at this point in time. Its next attempt looks like it's about to take a bite into you. Dislike. All right, so... On the damage it's going to do is minor. It's just going to be a strength roll. Let's just do that you real quick. You can't ever say the damage is minor until after you ex you roll the exploding dice. You are correct. I apologize for such a statement. We have we have learned that in Earth Dawn. We're like, ah, it's just a D6. And then it's like 29. You know, like you never know with these games, with these exploding dice, you can't ever take it for... Seven. So what does that mean for me? 
I'm going to roll a d20, and it's basically crushing you at a location, 12. And location 12 is uh, your one of your arms, we're going to say um, even. So your right arm is taking a wound, and that wound counts for one wind of damage. So one wound to the left arm, and one wind of damage. Okay. But its main goal was to get a hold of you so that you can't vamoose away from it. All right. Still not knowing that there's about to be some trouble coming from above. That was at a 10. So now we go to what? What's that? It was a, that was a 10, right? Yeah, that yeah. was 10. All right, great. Next is nine. Any nines? Oh, good. I have a nine of spades. No! I mean clubs. All right. On a nine, it bites you. It tries. Um, you have to break its grapple at this point in time. It's an opposed strength test. Your target number is five. His target number is five for you to get away. You have to also toss out a card at this point in time to do this. Yes. Okay, so you roll your strength. Your target number is five. And the one who gets the most raises wins. I'm going to toss it in with a white chip. I have one of those to spare. Me too. You've got more than one white chip to spare, I think. <laughs> I'll throw two in. Okay. Yeah, I accidentally hit her white chip, uh, or her chips instead of mine. I was like, oh, that's all this white terrible. Good news. It botched. Oh. Oh, oh, good. All you it have to it. do, all you have to do is succeed with a five on your opposed strength. Itself. And then it attacks <laughs> itself. That's correct. So it just kind of hurts itself in the... Why are you biting yourself? Why are you I mean, biting yourself? It's trying to bite you while you guys are grappling over a tomahawk and stuff. So like, I could see it injuring itself given the circumstances. Yeah, I think as it like comes into me, I just like arch its own arm into uh, its mouth. And it does. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and do its bite damage. So it's roll uh, 1d12, k1, plus two. This is its strength for its bite, which is terrible. And then this is its regular bite. Uh, so seven. So it's actually not even going to do a wound of damage to itself, but it still bites into its arm. Now it feels stupid. Yes. Yes, it does. Rethink your life, that <laughs> thing. As big as it is, it's teething. Eight. Seven. I used to have those, but someone keeps making me block crap. Six. Five. I five. Hearts. I got the five of diamonds. Hearts is first. All right. In seeing what's going on, and as I'm bringing my rifle to bear after casting Holy Roller, since now with all the shadowy shadows and stuff going on, do I see the smaller figure slip away from the bigger one? No. So the only shadow I really see is the big one. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring my rifle up and fire at it. All right. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, and the blue chip will be added to this roll. Okay. This game have rules for, like, firing into a melee? Yes. yes. That was all the rage in the late 90s. <laughs> don't miss. Don't miss. Don't uh, miss. The priest is just like, ah, whatever. I can heal somebody with a miracle later. Dear God, go back open, to him. Open... <laughs> I don't see her, so I don't know that. It's true. There. You're You're doing great. I'm dangerous with an arrow. No, uh, you tossed it an extra plus sign. 
Uh, looks like it's a five, should be the plus one, so six should be the actual. You put in plus plus one, so it just was like, yeah, I did no, not compute. I, I, hit the, uh, I hit the die symbol on the. All right, well, roll 20, put in a plus plus one. When you mouse over the zero, it shows the like the code. Right. Okay, so I ended up with uh Yeah, the six. dice were, yeah, two, five, five, plus one makes a six. And then I got the one from the blue. Um, and we were what? Well, we were like 45 yards away, but they're a train car closer. So range shouldn't be too bad with a Winchester. What's the... Oh, I'm the range is a uh, twenty on on the Winchester. So, so is that a see divide so the number of yards between the shooter and the target by the range of the weapon? Remember the round down. So six. I've got, yeah. So I so I did hit it. You did. But I'm Hooray. still going to throw in the blue because maybe I'll hit it in the head. Sure. Raises are never a bad idea. Nine, so no raises. I'm looking up five. So it's, yeah, location <laughs> came up with 20. Nice. Noggin. Uh, and it, let's see. And there's an eight in there, which it did not re-roll. So I will re-roll that eight. First things notice one is my standard son. Hit location. Okay. Only would have mattered if you had um, hit somewhere in the arms for the bystander. Um, and it talks about the chances of shooting the bystander because you know what? You need those levels of rules. We need rules within rules of rules. Okay, so it came up 27. 27 to the noggin. Did you add an extra dice for the noggin shot? Sorry, two dice for the noggin shot. Uh, it automatically did it. I've, uh, because I'm using the character sheets roller and it automatically did it. It just didn't re-roll the eight. Oh, that it got it. I see what you're saying. So, so 28. So the 28 damage 20, and it's nice. a size seven. So that's three wounds. It is not a size seven. It was a size, a size seven. I, it, it's a size nine. My, that's uh, correct. This thing's you know just I mean? growing like while we're watching. I, no, it was, it, it's been a size nine all this time. I just said the wrong thing. Cause I was looking at the number seven. So but three I, wounds, though. It was yeah. growing early. Yeah, it was growing. It was at a six to begin with, and it becomes seven somewhere during the fight. And then at this point, it, it has become a nine. And so three wounds to the head. 3d6, please. Nine yeah. wind of damage. Yep. Boom, your shot goes. So, uh, and as you are at this point in time getting crushed, it bites itself in the arm and everything. You see that it's right ear explodes blood and the left ear then explodes blood but like simultaneously the creature shakes for a moment or two and it blinks at you as as it's kind of like looking around it's just dazed for just the merest moment what the heck just happened sounds like my cue to run okay um that was on six five five that was on five five. and ollie's turn yep five of diamonds Drop it there in the middle of the pile. I, I'm also going to try and shoot it in the head. But right. I'm going to go ahead and try to make this a called shot, um, which I've got four points of Kentucky windage to help with. So it's going to be a penalty of minus two. The target number is six. So I'm functionally looking for an eight uh, in, in how I'm doing math. Uh, but my shooting roll, uh, I've got four D12 minus two. Uh, we're gonna roll it and see what happens. 
comes up a four, and that is not going to be enough. Um, I only need two more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cash in a blue. You don't, want to, uh, you don't have any reds to cash in? Because I'd prefer that. I used one earlier. <laughs> I already fed the hungry Gemini. Max is so butthurt by this fight. I am. <laughs> Let's do that damage. <laughs> I'm going to pull a politician moment and not admit to anything. All right. Uh, so that makes it uh, a nine. I needed a six. So I've connected with a head. And now, bear with me, uh, base damage is 4d8. So it goes to 68 from the headshot, 6d10 from one level of magnum force, 6d12 from the other level of magnum force. And Kentucky Windage means I re-roll ones on damage. Holy so, shit. Um, right. Holy head in a minute. <laughs> yes. And it's 60-12. We still have the exclamation exclamation because they explode, right? Yes. Yes. Ah, uh, uh, not a one in the house, but 35 wow. points to the head. Uh, wow. One more, you would have had four damage to it. Yep. But, um, uh, three damage to it to what are we thinking do you guys i mean that's that's not great on a 6d12 it's not you guys do you guys think i should use that legendary and like re-roll the whole damage roll uh the average number on the dice is six you've got six of them six times six is 36 you hit the average i'm close to the average but like i'm just like well ask chat what do you guys think should i go big cash in the black and and get this re-roll Hoping for ones that I can re-roll for better or hoping for twelves that'll explode. I'll leave it up to chat. First comment from chat that tells me to re-roll or not. I'll drop this well, letter. Here's, well, here's the other thing for information. Everything only has five levels of wounds in each location. With oh, that does roll, it you just compounded to six damage to the head. Okay then. Cause I forgot that yours was also a headshot. Uh, I'll hold on to the legendary for now. We're going to keep that in my pocket. So we'll just do the, the three wounds. I feel like it's still going to be pretty cool and impressive. Um, it is. Still gonna look, uh, and it's it's so got to be like another a... another hole in the head. <laughs> James, if I drop a white chip, I ignore one wound, right? Right? Uh, Isn't that how that works? White chip is one wound or all wind. Uh, he's not worried about wind. So, so he's um, got something he can do to mitigate that? Or like, I don't know about all that then. So plus was, chat did suggest the chaotic reroll. Mm-hmm. Uh we got I got the answer from chat. I'm gonna re-roll that damage roll. I'm gonna oh. go back. All right, do it. Um good luck. Knowing that Max wants to keep this thing alive, let's go all out. All right, that's a forty one damage instead. Right. So there's uh, four compounding it to and yeah, compounding so that's it. five wounds right there, right? Or no, it's it's not. Uh, so that's that's nine, four eight, wounds right there, compounding it to a total of seven wounds. All right, we'll make it bigger. I'll erase that black from my. You can make that uh, make our GM turn in three white chips to cure. I mean, I had like three actions stacked up to help this shot. I figured I might as well throw in some chips too. I did. Yeah. The moment. So I'm throwing in uh, because you threw in the black chip. I drew my chip. It's a red chip. I'm not going to use the red chip in this action. I'm going to use the white chip. It brings a seven to a six, which is still boom. Lethal. Lethal at this point in time, because nothing in the game can take. I mean, technically, I could say, no, nah, it's got six wounds in the head, but eh, it doesn't. 
It doesn't. Um, when the Winchester goes off, uh, yeah, because now I got to deal with it. Kicks. It pushes deep into your shoulder. Your left arm automatically takes one wound as the kickback pushes into you as hard as it possibly can. It's an auto malfunction. Uh, catastrophic is how it works out. He's a righty, so it would be right shoulder. Right shoulder. Um, okay. Sure. So it, uh, and I figured because there was all that kind of cool epic stuff going on, like it also sounds like more than a Winchester, right? Like in my head, like it sounds like a, a 55 freaking buffalo gun type of thing, especially because he just shot a very similar uh, uh, lever action. So like there's a cinematic effect to it. Uh, and then, yeah, Ollie groans in pain, but he's in better shape than than the critter. When the gun goes off, it lets loose of a brilliant crimson and purple colored light from the end of the rifle. The rifle itself, uh, the chamber where uh, the gun chamber itself with the ammo sits, blows upward, sending shrapnel toward his face and into your arm. So it's immediately, as soon as he fires, it's boom. The front of the barrel itself is shredded by the explosive power that comes flying out. And it says in the corruption that the effect is uh, someone will get hurt. Uh, a wound is a definitely injury, but I'm thinking since Father Cross ran in front of you to take a shot, Father Cross getting in the effects of the hex sound better on the lines of the Manitou's personal preference because he is a blessed. Sorry, Padre. So what's going to happen is a, a, a shrapnel from the gun flies into the back of Father Cross. Um, it's not going to be the 6d12 that you rolled. I'm going to be kind, and I'm going to cut it down by a die type and half the dice. So 3d10 to the back of Father Cross, please. The the other option was some sort of uh, so, the other option was some sort of like schizophrenia that you would have to start playing out yeah. of your character and like no. I've already and he's already got the depression. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to turn the, it. The first roll led to the depression. And I was like, ah. So when I rolled again, it's like schizophrenia. I was like, you know what? No, we're just, let's just do this. So yeah, just there's a terrible supernatural explosion. Uh, Farley Cross taking 14 damage. Sorry. Two wounds to Ollie one also, location. That's all right. Oh. Uh, With or without looks like, the I think uh, legs? A leg. <laughs> two wounds to a leg. Now that's your 2d6 worth of damage. Uh, so 16 wind. <laughs> Oh, oh, Father Cross is down. I'm actually sorry, do, does wind damage also explode? I do think I, so, I yeah. Put in the, uh, okay. If it explodes, we we haven't been rolling it. I, okay, I'll check. So it should be, so it should be 11 wind, not 16. Yeah, uh, there's been a couple of times that uh, she should have dropped it with all the wind, uh, all the sixes she was rolling. <laughs> Okay, so 11 wind, not 16. My bad. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't explode. That's the only thing in this game. Well, even with this, even with the 16, I would have been fine. <laughs> I have 18 wind. Well, we'll stick. 11. Okay, so that's seven wind. <laughs> All right, so I go down to a knee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Ollie gets blown back a couple feet. Like he was lying prone. Um, but he just like goes sliding back on the train car. Uh, <laughs> he, he goes sliding back. I fall forward. 
The good news is, important you guys, that's just a basic $20 Winchester that Ollie took off the guys that shot his horse and stuff. So it wasn't one of my fancy tricked out guns. Like if one of them has to blow up fantastically, that's the one. <laughs> Since I know you guys were all worried uh, because $150 of my starting money went into those two handguns. So, if something has to blow up, all right, I'll take. Let's see, you rolled a two on that. Oh, but I mean, also the the also the the priest isn't dead or anything, so that's good too. But more importantly, my handguns are fine. Well, luckily, I need I you spent... to read the very last sentence of the paragraph I just put in there. Oh, so wind rolls are open ended. They are. Ah, okay. okay. So I take so, sixteen. And we'll remember for next time, of course, because uh, she was doing lots of wind earlier. But she was so good. We're still yeah. we're still feeling out the system. The creature did use one of its white chips to kind of try to stave off the damage. Didn't do much good. Um, it will stagger and fall to the ground. Um, it at this point in time, and um, two shots ring out. A massive explosion. The night sky lights up with a brilliant red-purple kind of haze from behind you. The creature's head explodes. The creature falls to the ground, but it's still fighting and stirring um, to, to get back up. You can see that the wounds you gave to its guts have long since become like a massive scar over its midsection. And this, the brain matter itself seems to be kind of like moving on its own. This creature seems to unnaturally be healing. Uh, and so it's struggling with life at this point in time. Uh, and that was on a six. Uh, five. Five. five of... Ick. Four. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got a four. I got four clubs. Hearts. So you should be... Yeah, I got the hearts. Uh, looking at what I got. Um, I... I, I so... There's what I want to do, and then there's what Anna was going to do. <laughs> um, so knowing that the cavalry is here and um, that it's likely to freak people out by how strong she's, the Lord has make, made her and everything, um, she's going to leave the cleanup to them at her own risk a little bit, knowing what's going to happen here. So I'm going to throw myself um, behind one of the cargo things uh, out of sight of the monster and swoon okay okay so um this thing clearly attacked me and um i barely made it out if it wasn't for my saviors from above okay um so, <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna that's go ahead great and do i that. love it i love it <laughs> ollie she turns around to find her saviors we're out of sight because we fell down <laughs> uh, there's my four of club uh ollie's gonna stand up and move uh up up train um and uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for now. He's just I mean, full action just to move. Okay. Because um, if it's still thrashing around and stuff, he's like, well, I have some. I gotta finish this thing off. All right. Uh, so he's just up and and three. making his way forward. You have a three. You're still muted. Can I can I slip the three up my sleeve? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. I don't know why my voice cracked right there. You're afraid of what's going to happen. <laughs> On three, Dr. Walter makes his move. He also, with his handgun already drawn, moves to the end of the car along with you guys and takes a pot shot at the creature. <laughs> He's so I'm going to roll. 
And he's going to kill food. it, and he's going to tell everybody, I killed it. I killed it. Look what I killed. This is how it's going to so end up. <laughs> so there's boom, kablooey, and then pow. Pow with his derringer. <laughs> this is too funny. I love him this. Where is he at, Tim? Pinky Pinkerton. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're going to have to link this session to Soymage so he can review. <laughs> Your friend, once again, is the hero. It's a range increment five on a Derringer. Mm-hmm. That might be a problem. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Not for Dr. Walter. Not, not for our hero. Right. <laughs> this is just going to make his flirting worse. <laughs> I'm so glad With I was able to Ollie. get there to save you. <laughs> If it wasn't for me, that terrible creature might have killed you. Yes. Especially I owe you hours of listening to you talk. Tell me again how you saved me. Okay, so I copied all those things in there. I got a Texas Ranger. Could have swore there was a Pinkerton in this listing. Sheriff, saloon girl, prospect. It's like it's in alphabetical order, but that just doesn't exist. We will use a Texas Ranger and give him a Derringer. You're talking about the archetypes and... Uh... Yeah. The core book? Yep. It's 3D12. Yeah, he, he can shoot this thing. Yeah, let's do this. All right, slash roll 3D12, exclamation, exclamation, K1. And you know what? Because I have a chip left, I'm going to toss in a red chip for him. Ha 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 ha, because I can. There is a Pinkerton. They relabeled it man in black. All right, and then slash roll 1d12, k1. Yeah, but it's just not on my list. I must have missed it somewhere. So 19. Um, like everyone else, he was making a called shot for the head. Um, I was, I'm terrible with sometimes. I'll do the numbers afterwards. Um, so it's five. The range is five. He moves up to the edge of the car. It was 30, so the edge of the car makes at least 25. So five divided by five. So it's a 10 at least that he needs a headshot, of course, is a six. So that's a 16. He got a 19, so he hits the head. He succeeds. Tell me it goes through one of the wind tunnels we put into it. All right, and <laughs> what is the damage on a Derringer? I have oh. no idea. Uh, hold on. Because this, what is it? Um, most of them are 2d6s. Like this the... is probably 2d4. Oh, okay. here we go. Sorry, Derringer. Uh, Derringer the default Derringer. D- is 3d6 for yeah. Derringer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. okay. It's a 44. And it's got a rate of fire of two, so he can pull off two shots in that just one play. action card. He's got 5d6. He just hit the headshot. Okay. That's at least two to the head. Pow! Boom! Boom! Pow! He can pull off that second shot with that card. Nah. Doesn't need to. And if he does, it doesn't matter. Because I just saved our lives. He did. <laughs> All right. Um, the uh, we're gonna we're gonna end game session here. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to our archive. So until next time, take care of yourself. Okay. Goodbye.